3: Bernie Sanders' campaign has started trying to reach older voters by running ads during the game show Family Feud. (laughs) Said Bernie, why are only the top five answers on the board? What about the bottom five and the ever-shrinking middle five?
0: (laughs) It's interesting that Bernie has got to try to court older voters because it's the young crowd that loves him. And Buttigieg has got to try to court young people because older voters like him.
3: Yep. Interesting. Ironic, so you know. Uh, Buttigieg does have a bit of an Eddie Haskell thing going there. If you're familiar with that reference, he's kind of the butt kissing good boy in Leave It to Beaver, an ancient sitcom. But he was actually devious. Yeah. And
0: Hi, Mrs. Cleaver. You look wonderful today. I'm not anti nice people, no. and I think Old Pete is. I think kinda, he's legitimately a nice guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a flip flopper. Bit of a finger in the winder. But uh, uh, well, welcome, welcome to, to, to politics. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bernie um, uh, eight though. No, he's not. No, no he's, he's not. a
0: communist. Out and proud. Um, so impeachment-wise, uh, just a brief mention, they're debating all day long, and then they will hold the vote, and everybody knows how that's going to turn out. But uh, Schumer is said he's going to try to force a vote on the Senate floor, when it becomes the Senate thing, on calling Mulvaney, Bolton, and Bolton as witnesses. So that's when you do the whole vote. Mulvaney, Bolton, and Bolton. That's Sounds when, like a law firm. That's when you do the whole vote thing, and it only takes 51, so I guess there's some drama there. Do enough Republicans peel off? I don't know. I still don't quite understand how it works. I don't but, either, and nobody's told me. And you know what? I'll find out the day it happens yeah. and be just fine.
3: Well, right. I'm not going to be asked <laughs> to litigate the question, so I you know, I would like to be able to tell you, folks. I really would. I feel kind of embarrassed that I can. No, but I'm not. I don't know if John Roberts <laughs> makes that decision or the yeah, full Senate. We'll or- all be fine. Or or, or or you know the, the the head of NASA or I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it that the new head of the Space Force, is right? The guy who makes the decision. right? He's going to he's going to stride into the Senate chambers wearing his space suit. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, just how <laughs> bad the FBI and
0: James Comey are or were, well, probably still are. Well, yeah. Um uh, so
3: stay tuned for the FISA court blasting the FBI in an unprecedented spanking. We'll have the specifics for you.
1: So, did the, you know all of this? All of what? All of what?
0: <laughs> all of what? So the whole, the whole uh, hashtag Me Too era exploded after Harvey Weinstein, and then changed everything in America. And a lot of it, uh, a lot of it, you definitely can argue for the good, but a fair amount for the bad. In that we we kind of went overboard with a whole bunch of different
3: things. You know, it's funny. Speaking of the fifties, it reminds me very much of the Red Scare in that there were lots of communists in the government and in our nation's media. And they were spies. But then we went a little crazy, Joe McCarthy, etc., and and it was excessive. This is similar. There are plenty of pervs and pigs, but everybody got a little nuts.
0: Research done on uh, 1,400 different workers in um, uh, a number of different places and trying to come up with um, information about zero-tolerance policies. And their conclusion is that they're misguided and that flirting is uh, natural and actually helpful in the workplace. And, And a number of the things that now are seen as uh, damaging. I'll give you some of the examples here in a second. Um, The main thing, their main point being, this is something we've been talking about practically since the beginning, is that there is a difference between sexual harassment and sexual social behavior. Some sexual social behavior is just as natural as can be for human beings. It's not
3: harassment. If you live with a college administrator, by the way, wake them up and have them start listening to the show. Flirtation is quite different than sexual
0: harassment and often is a naturally occurring behavior within established friendships, says one of the researchers. Um, I'll skip down to here. Uh, two types of non-harassing sexual behavior. Flirtation. And showing the penis. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm sorry. Just, I think I've. I think you've crossed over into that. What? Well, I'm flirting. <laughs> I'm flirting. Look at this. Look at this. I'm sorry. I should take this more seriously. See, NBC came up with these new hug guidelines because
0: you had somebody at your net. Well, first of all, in you had people at the top of the network who were willing to hide Harvey Weinstein being a serial rapist. Right, and because you had a guy running the Today Show who had a button to lock the door so he could rape women on his desk, right? You've now outlawed hugging in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Perfectly normal reaction, sure makes perfectly good sense. So yes. now people, you know, what, whatever the situation, you come back from an illness or whatever your whatever your friendly situation is, you've been working together for years, you can't hug each other, right? It's like, uh, Netflix put a ban on looking at a coworker for more than five seconds. I don't know how you enforce that. Wow. I was just looking at Sean for three seconds. I got to look away. Now I can look back.
3: Right, It's like the three-second rule in basketball. You got to get (laughs) out of the lane.
0: (laughs) You guys have long had in your contracts no eye contact with outside staff. That
3: that continues
0: into the, into the, (laughs) the next decade. But it's not friendly interactions between colleagues that require intervention, but rather the dynamics that allow for powerful organizational members to serially engage in all forms of mistreatment, which is a problem. That's sexual harassment, not the flirtation we were just talking about. Um, coy looks and compliments that make someone feel attractive. Sexual storytelling, it says here, oh, is okay.
3: Wow, I never thought this would happen to me. I'm just an average guy. I thought these sort of things only happened in magazines. <laughs> Such as sexually
0: related gossip, personal stories, or romantic confidences make employers uh, employees um, more comfortable at work, closer to their coworkers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's not surprising at all. If you well, you probably have had that relationship with coworkers before. Of course. You get to know them pretty well and they're letting you know about their personal life a little bit, or or the the personal lives of some other people that are going on in the building, the gossip it just mentioned here. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's part of the cohesion of human beings hanging out
3: together. Not anymore. It's not the way we're, we're legislating built. away natural human behaviors in progressive America.
0: Important caveat they found though in doing the study is that workers enjoyed flirtation and all the, the things I just mentioned. As long as they were hot. Right. <laughs> Compliments, coy looks, the stories, the talks. Coy the, the, ponds the, as well. <laughs> <laughs> managers should be careful in engaging in any of these things because everybody's or people are much more uncomfortable with managers as opposed to a peer just automatically. And that rings yes. true to me, too. Yes. If a if a manager and I'm not I don't ever feel threatened. I'm a guy for one thing, but um. If a manager starts in a sexual story, it's like, ah, yeah, I don't want to hear this. Ah, this is weird. Right. <laughs> As
3: opposed to, like, somebody that's just kind of my peer. And then... Right. Well, and, and I uh, I try to remember this, and, and all managers must try to remember this. People will tend away from protesting to you or correcting you uh, just because they don't want trouble with the boss. People become much more compliant when you have power over them. And so don't... You know, just don't get into ground that would invite somebody saying, Hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Because people aren't comfortable saying they're not comfortable. As soon as there's a power imbalance, you risk entering the domain of what might actually be
0: perceived as sexual harassment. So the uh, people that did this study call for organizations to discern between sexual harassment, which creates stress, and other forms of sexual social behavior, which do not.
3: You know, why? How did we get to the point where you have a six-hour sexual harassment training thing that's just so your your company can cover its butt legally honestly um and nobody ever says anything roughly like i said look if you're somebody's boss they're not going to disagree with you or tell you they're uncomfortable because they don't want trouble with you so you got to be real careful what you say extra careful now let's all get back to work i mean that took what 20 seconds maybe Have you ever talked to anybody who's come out of one of those way too long sexual harassment training things and and discussed it in any way other than mockery? No, no. not once. To me, it's a brainstorming session. It's it's ways to sexually harass somebody. I I get ideas. (laughs) I I was pretty surprised
0: by this study that they felt like sexual gossip in the workplace is normal. And, well, normal is normal. There's nothing you can do about normal. Human nature is human nature. If that's the way people behave
3: when they're together, trying to stamp out normal behavior is always a problem. Do I have your consent to touch your hand? Now do I have your consent to touch your forearm? Now may I lean forward as if to kiss you. Now may I kiss you, and for that, instance. And that touched on something really interesting to me, where the the interactions between peer-level
0: co-workers are what's getting punished. But the things... the. But Which the, are some of my favorite things in my work career. Yeah, but the things that led to this this reckoning were all upper management or people with the access to the levers of power. Well, in some manipulating cases, them below. them. Yeah, and in some cases at the very top. Yes, at the toppest of the top. You can't get more the top of NBC than Matt Lauer. So then the 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 king. Gets caught, and then so all of the surfs at the bottom have to change the way they behave. Right. That's
3: just, to do, well, that's the no. way we do things. That's, uh, you know, I don't know if you've, you're familiar with poop and gravity's effect upon it. <laughs> but it tends to roll downhill, does as they Netflix say. Does Netflix
0: actually have a policy if you can't look at somebody for more than five seconds? What the
3: hell? That sounds like a joke. It does. That's, that's, that's amazing. I can believe
0: NBC's no-hugging. I remember hearing Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe say, I hope the era of coworkers going out together and drinking after work is over. No. And I thought, are you crazy? What a prude you're, she is. He's just trying to, d- yeah, a prude who ended up marrying her, her,
3: her married at the time coworker. Right. Um, <laughs> right. But doesn't want us to go out and have a couple of drinks? Oh, you're obnoxious. What a horrible mm-hmm. woman. Well, yeah, you're trying to outlaw
0: normal, as they said, normal sexual social behavior. It's the first time I'd ever come across that phrase, but that should become a phrase that is something. There right. is something called sexual social behavior.
3: Agreed. Do you guys have that clip for me yet? No, oh, I thought we had that handy. Oh, you have a clip. Bad. I
0: thought we had a clip. Uh, that would have been hilarious.
3: W- Just <laughs> everybody laugh big and hearty right now as if we'd come up with a Just clip. Just assume it would have been hilarious. Right, it would have been. Um, when we come back,
0: I'm trying not to look at anybody for more than five seconds. Good. Not easy to do. Perv. Um, <laughs> when we come back, one, two, ah! three. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to kick the
3: FBI and James Comey. Well, we don't need to. Well, we kind of do. Uh, the FISA court with a scathing, unprecedented statement calling out the FBI for dishonesty and 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 sloppiness, and and we'll try to squeeze in a takedown of James Comey as well. He has lied uh, repeatedly in recent weeks. I mean, just out-and-out falsehoods, and we've tracked some of them down. That's coming up.
1: Armstrong and Getty. was overconfident in the procedures that the FBI and Justice had built over 20 years. I thought they were robust enough. It's incredibly hard to get a FISA. I was overconfident in those. In fact, it's not been real
3: hard, as Comey suggests, to get a FISA warrant. The government made 1,081 FISA surveillance requests in 2018. The court rejected only one of them. That's an approval rate of well over 99%. Well, it's almost one hundred percent, so
0: it's it's close to literally a rubber stamp. The FISA Court trusted the FBI. your professionals this is coming from management at a high level. We trust that you're being truthful with us, so we'll go with what you said. Comey knew of course he knew that they would anything they sent the FISA court they're going to agree to right. So they were comfortable in lying. Well, what was the one that got rejected? Just yeah. crayon scrawlings <laughs> on a bar napkin.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <a> good point. <laughs> what was that? You know who we ought to look into? Is it. Santa Claus? He comes in and out of the country without a visa. So this blast from the FISC Court, Jack. That's the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. The FISC, FISA is the act. Anyway. Okay. They refer to themselves as, as the FIC, FISC. Interesting. Nobody, nobody else enough. does, but that's fine. Uh, right. Um, this order responds. This is their letter. It's unprecedented. They never say anything. It's a secret court. I've never heard them even mention who's on it or anything. And they came out blasting. This order responds to reports that the personnel of the Federal Bureau of Investigation provided false information to the National Security Division of the Department of Justice and withheld material information from NSD, which was detrimental to the FBI's case. Uh, long and short of it, they make it clear, and I had this question, the FBI's sworn duty under the act is to provide all of the information they have about quarter carter page they're not there as a prosecutor they're there as an in, as a neutral gatherer of information that puts in front of the court carter page met with three russians he also called the cia the next day and told them hey these russians were asking me weird stuff yeah it uh, is their sworn duty and they have to swear to what is in their their request and their documents that they provide all of that to the court. Well, that's clearly not what they were doing. Right. Now, maybe
0: that happens over years as you get approved more and more and you just realize, look, I think this guy's dirty. I'm uh, I'm a good guy. I would never do anything wrong. So uh, I trust myself and my friends to, uh, to be in charge of this
1: decision.
3: Mm-hmm. They mentioned the OIG report. This is actually, the entire letter is really interesting. Let's post it at armstrongandgetty.com. If you're kind of a, a geek, a wonk, you might enjoy reading it. But Yeah, geek or a wonk? A, a geeky wonk. Um The OIG report describes in detail the preparation of the four applications for electronic surveillance of Mr. Page. It documents troubling instances in which the FBI personnel provided information to NSD which was unsupported or contradicted by information in their possession. It also describes several instances in which FBI personnel withheld from the National Security Division information in their possession, which was detrimental to their case for believing that Mr. Page was acting as an agent of a foreign power. Um, The FBI's handling of the Carter Page application, as portrayed by the OIG report, was antithetical to the heightened duty of candor described above. The frequency with which representations made by FBI personnel turned out to be unsupported. That's the whole steel dossier is a piece of crap. That's what they're referring to. Um, or contradicted by information in their possession. And with, which they, and with which they withheld information detrimental to their case. Calls into question whether information contained in other FBI applications is reliable. Well, of course it does. The FISC expects the government to provide complete and accurate information in every filing with the court. Without it, the court cannot properly ensure that the government conducts electronic surveillance for foreign intelligence purposes, only where there is sufficient basis. Therefore, and this is good but troubling, the court orders that the government shall, no later than January 10th, inform the court in a sworn written statement of what it has done and what it plans to do to ensure that the statement of facts in each FBI application accurately and completely reflects information possessed by the FBI. Nobody of any note has suggested that this systematic violation of the act and the oaths you sign when you submit the applications be punished
0: by anybody well, that's government for you if, remember if Comey you for- said he wouldn't have resigned if, the, if he'd been right. in charge at the time you wouldn't if
3: you forget something and the fbi decides you lied you can go to jail for that ask michael flynn but if the fbi deliberately systematically cheats on this incredibly sensitive process to spy the on the tells him, hey do better. do better and write us a report about how you're going to do better This is not
1: enough.
0: More on that coming up. What's in your news, Marshall?
1: Well, we got the impeachment debate getting off to a very slow start. (laughs) Well, it's going to be a slow day. Slow and funny.
0: (laughs) I really want to talk about my experience at a Chinese restaurant the other night, but to do the story justice, I need to do the accent. And I don't think you can.
3: Can you? It's what they sound like. It's not meant to mock or degrade. Or you're sticking your neck out. You do it. I I would prefer it. I can't wait to hear the it's, full version in the office.
0: It's just it was just amazing. It was so straight out of a sitcom or Larry David. Oh yeah, at this Chinese restaurant the oh, other yeah. night.
3: Anyway, more on that coming up. Can, can we st- get an a, a, an Asian guy on the show
2: and you have can do him it?
3: do it? <laughs> Only if he wants to. We're not ordering him. We're right. not using our white privilege to order him right. to do the comedy.
0: There goes. was throwing things. There was kicking doors. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah.
3: Wow. yeah. Holy cow. It was extraordinary.
0: I assume you ordered sweet and sour pork. Well, of course I did. <sighs> Um, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
1: Well, the impeachment debate in the House has finally resumed after Republican moves to delay the procedure. Madam Speaker, so we can stop wasting America's time on impeachment, I move that the House do now adjourn. Question is on the motion to adjourn. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed say no. No. The noes have it. The motion is not adopted. The nace, please. Well, then they took fifteen to twenty minutes to go ahead and sit down. Everybody voted by electronic device. No, when that guy said, "I I move the house, do now adjourn." Was that
3: ebonics or is that? <laughs> so was Why that, that does? Why isn't it does?
0: Was that an effort by Republicans just to jerk with the thing? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Does anybody
1: benefit though? Yes. I thought it was funny. So and, I benefited. And that did not discourage the uh, GOP members. They then introduced a resolution condemning the Democratic chairman of the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committees. Yes. A resolution accusing Adam Schiff and uh, Jerry Nadler of violating House rules by mishandling the impeachment investigation. Well, we got this text.
0: Uh, this is why I don't like the jerking around as much, or maybe, but probably because I just read this. Um, another eight hours of impeachment arguing. How many hours is that total? I, I don't know. God, what would it be? 60, 70 hours? At least. Yeah, dozens and dozens. Well, there were 14 last Thursday, yeah. so yeah, might be more than that. Might be 100 hours right. of this behind closed doors and in front of closed doors. The other day, two days ago, they spent two hours debating a um, $1.3 trillion omnibus bill that they passed mm-hmm. that they had seen uh, just the night before. So, whatever it was, fifteen hundred pages, one point yeah. three trillion dollars—they just got it the night before. I read the whole thing. I stayed up all night long. Read the eighteen hundred pages, consult with the accountants, and I vote yes. Right. Um, just no
3: discussion, nothing. Staffers, leadership, put it together, say vote for this, right. and they do.
0: Hundred right. hours of discussing the same thing over and over and over yeah. on impeachment that hasn't moved the needle one direction or another at all well, right and that's, you know that's the way we do our government man and,
1: and you know going into today's uh debate in the house they were saying well it's going to be at least six hours well now they're saying it's going to be much longer god and no and
0: no coverage on the cable news channel of that big bill that went through i've got some more on that it, right. it takes a while to find out what's in those giant bills Oh, yeah. And there's there's a ton in there. Well, you know, there's a lot involved in spending $1.3 trillion.
3: There are uh, astonishing levels of graft and bribery, indirect bribery, but to plenty of it.
1: It's just, yeah, it, it, it's terrible. Two hours, you say, they spent on that? That's unbelievable. Meanwhile, the Trump administration's moving ahead with its plan to allow Americans to safely and legally get access to lower-cost prescription drugs from Canada. Yes, please. Today, health officials are unveiling a proposed legal framework for patients to eventually get medicines from other countries subject to U.S. safeguards. The White House is eager to show progress on prescription drug costs, but the import plan may not have much impact before the 2020 elections. But I'll tell you, even the attempt, should uh, make a lot of people feel like okay well they're really trying hard on this
3: they'll do better than try you know I, I heard a report the other day about how a number of life-saving drugs i mean you will die if you do not get it are two to six times more expensive in the united states than they are they are everywhere else and it's the stories are just horrific it's families just destitute to save their kids' life. Oh, a buddy of mine. His uh, his daughter has
0: terrible stomach problems right. and has to take these uh, this medicine has since she was in junior high, I think. And it's seven thousand dollars a month. Oh, oh no! And it won't be too long, and she'll age out of the hole on his insurance thing. Um, what is it? Twenty six. Yeah. And um, because she, I think she graduates this year. And you know, you you got to find a place that's got insurance to cover that because that's just not doable. Right. Yikes.
1: Wow. All right, we've got another study or a new study out that says 42%, 42% of kids are exposed to sexting by age 14. There is a growing movement to keep smartphones away from kids until the 8th grade, and it may have more usefulness.
0: You know who still has the smartphones? All the kids you'd least want to have smartphones are the ones that have smartphones. It's, It's really interesting. It's almost 100% of the kids that have phones um in uh in in the grade that my son is in are the kid the last kids that should have a phone.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's a really interesting family dynamic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. None of the
0: other kids do because it has changed in uh in the last 10 years or so. Now all the, the highly educated, you know, read the news, stay in touch, they don't want their kids to have phones. Right. Mm-hmm. That is that is flipped completely. Amen. Now it's the it's the delinquent crowd that does have the phones, and at lunch hour and after school, they're out there with their smartphone, and everybody's gathered around them, looking at videos and doing stuff. The access to the internet, which is access to everything on the planet, yep. is in that phone, and there are certain kids that have them. No oh boy. And your kid's looking at them. No oh boy. At lunch hour and after school. That's, that's troubling. So I can do all I want to keep, you know, right. at my own house and not let my kid have a phone, but... If the ne'er-do-well at school's got it and it said, hey, check this out. That's disturbing. It is really disturbing. Yeah. I don't know what to do
1: about it. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Yeah, there, are, there are things, we all know what they are, but there are things
0: you can see online that will change your life. Right. They cannot be unseen. Cannot be unseen. Yeah. Whether sexual or violent or whatever. Well,
3: you know, listen, I think a lot of people, male, female, whichever way you swing, have sexual awakening moments that they remember for their whole lives. Images, people, whatever. And, And up until now in human history, those images were perfectly normal and reasonable. You know, a a body part that you hadn't seen before. Or, you know, in my case, a really pretty girl who I realized, why am I obsessed with this human being? Um, That sort of thing. I have no regrets that I, you know, saw, you know, a a woman's breasts and thought, I'm attracted to that and I don't mean to for food. Um, I have no regrets. but, But some of the perverse stuff that's ubiquitous on the Internet. Kids shouldn't have that seared into their young minds. Well, and how it's about
0: disturbing? And how about the yeah. gradual, natural nature of the way it used to work? You'd, you'd you'd see a little of this, a little of this, then you'd then you'd actually engage in this and this. It was kind of you know. A, I'm still a, waiting, but go a, on. <laughs> a process. How about if you just leap from you don't even know what sex is? You didn't even know there was such a thing to seeing. Something that will never occur in your life and shouldn't. Right. Um, the Unless first you get into making German porn. The first time you ever even become aware of it. Right. What does that do to your brain? Nothing good. Nothing good. And if it's already a possibility in fourth grade, I got no hope in junior high and high school. Yeah. I mean, I can do whatever I want at home. But like I said, if the if if the certain kids have the, the cell phone at school, I don't know what to do about yeah. that.
3: The beast will adapt but how will it adapt
0: got and then so i was reading this um i don't want to name his name he's a pundit we've had him on our show name it uh nice enough guy but he's he's part of the conservative group that's uh, that, that that's uh, fighting toward some sort of laws dealing with porn online mm-hmm. which i'm for i just don't know how you're going to actually make it work with right you. i'm i'm for exploring it but the other day he wrote in one of his long explanations he said one of the problems we have is the leadership we've got a president who once did an article for playboy and i thought oh my god uh oh you're you're so far down the road the other direction you think playboy is a problem where can I sign up to get my son a subscription to Playboy, even at his current age, if I can keep him away from the Internet for the rest of his life? Yeah. I no mean, but here's a guy and he's going to uh. be making the argument. He's 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 like the people. It's like the people who are uh, against marijuana because they know about heroin.
1: I mean, right. Or, or someone
3: who has never touched right. an intoxicating uh. beverage trying to run an A.A. meeting. <sighs> you're not the right person. No, you're not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Troubling times, Jack. God, it is. That disturbed me a lot when he told me what kids have iPhones. And he said, oh, yeah, and after school we all watch, uh, he gets the phone out. And I thought, oh, crap. Oh, boy. Did you dig a little deeper on what videos are being watched? (sighs) Is it just, like, sports stuff or cartoon things? So far it sounded like it was just, like, funny stuff. You know, that'll that'll change overnight. You ever
3: seen that little pig riding on a monkey? Or I guess the monkey's riding a pig, isn't it? That's a good video.
1: You're
0: not watching the guy on the buffalo, <laughs> but that'll change in the blink of an eye.
3: Oh yeah, please. I know. I know. Young men <laughs> having been one. <laughs> oh boy, troubling
0: times. But, and I and, and, and too troubling. Like, it's it's was, Christmas time. Like I always say, I don't want to be old guy. Kids today, this next generation. There's something different about having access to all the worst things on earth. At any point in your life, right? That has never existed before. That's not kids today. That's a major change.
3: Well, it's the uh, what's the Emberton window or the Pemberton Overton uh, window? Overton uh, window. Yeah, they're, they're very energy efficient. Uh, <laughs> the, just your your view of what is a possibility, an option, is vastly different now than it's ever been in human history, and not to the good. I remember when the Faces of Death
0: movies came out, oh, which yeah. I was never into. Yeah. But uh, I remember that came out, and I was uh, like, I was a full grown man. I was 20 years old or something when they came around my hood or whatever. Well, now that sort of thing is available to third graders right. on uh, the playground whenever uh, they want. Uh, what does that
3: do to a society? Well, there, there are kids who grow up in war-torn African republics, for instance, who, 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 they do not benefit from all that death and horror. No. It does not make them happy, well-adjusted people, no. in general. Anyway, that's enough of that. That is more than enough of that. I, I wish know. I had my jingle bells right now. I'd be shaking them. Ching, <laughs> ching, ching,
1: ching, ching. I'm going to tell
0: my story about going to the Chinese restaurant, <laughs> among other things. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong.
2: There is just one thing I need
3: It's been announced that Mariah Carey's hit song All I Want for Christmas Is You was the most streamed song in the country last week. Said people who work in retail, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no kidding.
0: This song, fairly omnipresent if you're walking through a mall. It's funny, I think it was playing at Build-A-Bear when we were there the other day. Of course it was. uh, My son worked at a business
3: that... Piped in the same like fifty classic rock chestnuts over and over and over again. Oh, and he developed a loathing for those songs. He still hasn't. Oh, funny. that'll kill you.
0: You ever been to Build a Bear? Did you ever take
3: that? Did that exist yes. when your kids were? Uh, I was part of that. I think once Judy was part of those trips quite a few times. Various birthday parties yeah. and special occasions and whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, but the girls were into it. My son was into it too, when he was a little fella because you can outfit the bear any way you want. Oh yeah, they got cool military camo gear and Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So. It's uh pushing militarism to our children. All right. Uh so Chuck Schumer told
0: MSNBC that he it was is, a lie
3: if he they came out of his mouth, but go on. Chuck Schumer,
0: well I think this is true. Um he told MSNBC that he's going to try to force a vote on the Senate floor for calling witnesses like Mick Mulvaney and John Bolton and then that, they'll have to do the whole I stand correct. Can they come up up with 51 votes thing? Mm -hmm. That might be dramatic. Yeah, sure. What the heck? You get a couple of Republicans peel off and all of a sudden John Bolton's testifying. That'd be very exciting.
3: Yeah, I just don't know if that's how it works or if... I don't either. uh, Can you call any witness at any time or not? I don't know. Nobody knows. (laughs) I hope John Roberts knows. He'll be presiding over the thing. Uh, uh, Justice Roberts, I call, uh, you know, whomever. Joe Jones of Lincoln, Nebraska. Roberts is like, can he do that? <laughs> uh, is he here or uh, what? I don't know. How does this work? I hope somebody knows. So the, the last two
0: times I've gone to pick up Chinese food have been eventful. Uh, the time before, you might recall, I, I told the story of how I got there. And then uh, she said, "We don't, we don't have your food." And I said, "Well, I, I ordered on online." And I right. She said, "Well, we don't take orders online." <laughs> but, but your, your website, she said. She said, "I wouldn't do that." Said, okay. <laughs> and I had to start from scratch. Yeah, it
3: doesn't really work. Now, come on,
0: China! <laughs> come on, China! <laughs> so I that was kind of funny. So we went to a different Chinese place, and of course, I did get sweet and sour pork because that's the only thing I've ever tried with Chinese food, and I like it so. To me, variety is a is an annoyance of life. It's oh. <laughs> <That's laughs> an insult to those fine communist people of uh, China. But so I get to the Chinese restaurant; it's pert near empty, and I thought, "Cool, uh, that's helpful." And I walk up there, and the uh, the woman uh, her English is really hard to understand, but she's on the phone with somebody at the time, mm. and for some reason, she's got it on speakerphone, so I can hear the guy she's talking to, ah. which I thought was kind of interesting. And she said, just, "Just one minute." Uh, one minute, uh, and uh, yes. What else do you need? And and the guys going on. I'm thinking. What do you have that's chicken? What options are there that are chicken? She said, uh, "How about you figure out what you want and call back." Um And, <laughs> and, and don't use said, the website. <laughs> And, 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 uh, so I got the sense that she kind of rolled her eyes I mean, that it, she'd been on the phone with this guy for a while. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, well, I just, I need to know what your options are. She said, she said, she said, we have everything every Chinese restaurant has with chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just like every other Chinese restaurant, we have all the chicken stuff. We have all the pork stuff. We have all the beef <gasps> stuff. <laughs> and he said, you want it with rice? You want it with noodles? What do you want with your chicken? And then he kept saying, I'm trying. So, okay, well, okay, I'll get the chicken. I'll get the chicken. The chicken something or other, and do I, do do, I, do we want fried rice, or do we want steamed rice? She said, how about you ask the people there what they want, and then you call back, and he said, I'm by myself. She said, well, who are you talking to? And, I said, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, no, I just meant, what do I want? So he said, we, I guess, whatever. Um the royal we she said well you've ordered enough food for one person and she had a list on this piece of paper this is he said well how much is this going to be and she said right now and she's typing around on the calculator and by now i've been there for eight minutes yeah um and my food is i think sitting right behind her in the bag you know uh oh and so she had already done this a couple of times i left this out she yells she she puts her hand over the phone yeah
1: Yells back to the kitchen, something like, and I think she's
0: saying, "Come on out here. There's a customer." Yeah, and, uh, and then she gets back on the phone with this guy who's talking so slow. Do we want steamed or fried? How about you talk to the other people there and figure that out? <sighs> I'm by myself. You're by yourself. <laughs> You've ordered enough food. How much is that going to be? She's tapping around. She stops tapping. Holds the phone. <laughs> Screams back to the kitchen. Nobody comes out. <laughs> um, she gives back That's $85 you've spent so far $85 He said Well I still feel like I might want to <laughs> oh, Then finally geez. she says Hold on a second Puts down the phone Goes back Kicks the door open To the kitchen Ooh. Goes in there
1: <laughs> I just hear behind Wrong. the closed Jeez. door
0: Just scream at the top of her lung That's too much she drama comes back out She puts up a finger Like hold on a second Picks up the phone with the guy What else do you need? <laughs> And he said well i 'm thinking maybe I want something from the pork category. oh Lord. what do you have that's pork oh. We have everything pork that other Chinese ah! She screams back to the kitchen again because nobody's come out. She takes her pencil, she throws it on the ground. She goes back, she kicks open the door. She screams to me, or she comes back with a guy behind her that I'm pretty sure is her husband. Oh boy. About the same age. Yeah, lucky
3: Villa. Looking
0: very, looking very angry. She's angry at him. She points at him. He goes, ah, da, 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 points at the food, points at me. He points at her. Ah, da, da, he turns around, walks back in the kitchen. Doesn't give me the food. Doesn't, I, don't know, I, I have no idea what they're arguing about. She gets back on the phone with the lamo. With the sad, sad, lameo. Hang up on him. I
3: know. Hey, you look. I know. There are other that's customers. A big order. I. That's true. It's eighty-five bucks. Make worth. their nut for the night. <laughs> yeah. Food giant on the phone there, gonna, you know, just wallow in it all night. She gets
0: back on the phone with him. She talks a little longer, same sort of thing. She throws her pencil again on the
3: ground. (laughs) She goes
0: back, and this is not an exaggeration at all. I'm there now a good 15, 20 minutes. So, and this is the fourth trip back to the kitchen? Oh, oh, oh. By the end, I think she'd probably gone to the kitchen six times. Oh, boy. And uh, I had texted Laura multiple times. I'm living in a sitcom at this restaurant. You (laughs) wouldn't believe what's going on, but I haven't gotten the food yet. And I think it's sitting right behind her. And I just, oh, was that's like, and so I just, frustrating. And I just walk right behind you and grab the food. And, uh, I'll give you cash. Give give the, the, the credit change. card number or yeah, whatever. whatever. And uh, finally, she, she screams and some young woman comes out and hands me the food and rings me up. But, uh, man, what a pleasant place. Oh, Drama Gardens. <gasps> it's like the greatest restaurant ever. Oh, I thought the relationship between you and your husband. I can't even imagine what's going on there. <sighs> practically and, dinner theater and then you got to hang up on the one dude and say "Look, find another chinese restaurant yeah. go somewhere else we don't want we you don't want company. your
3: business <laughs> <laughs> um, we're me? gonna spit in your food if you come here all right fair warning good lord no, I'm, I'm by myself you're by yourself wow even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
2: chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. VGW route void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready, and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B cell ALL the St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance shortly after that I noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude.
1: You
3: can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. There are choices that can change your life,
0: like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45.
3: It's one of the most common cancers for women and men. And it doesn't always have symptoms.
0: But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it.
3: And there's even better news. You have screening options.
2: Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov screenforlife for more information.